Welcome back to Speedrun, where today we're talking about my favorite video game console. Say it with me, everyone. The iPod. The iPod. The oh iPod. Oh my god, that was actually in that's actually in unison. I'm really proud of us. I'm really am proud of us, even with like that mild delay. Yeah, I'm not even yeah, doing it, a Even big... though there's a even though there's a border between us, we still got it right. Look, all I'm saying is that iPods know no borders. iPods know no borders. You know, like, I know this is a gaming podcast, and this is only, what, episode three or four, unless the episodes get shuffled. Uh, yeah. But let's talk about the iPod. I actually have my third-gen Nano plugged in right now. Let me grab that. Nano. Uh, nano. Yeah, nah, no. uh, I love this thing. It feels so good in the hand. Anyways, would you like to give it a spiel? Great hand feel. It has it's great, great hand feel. feel. Would you like to give the spiel? Also, hi, I'm Jamie, and this is Jazzy. Hi. Would you like to give the spiel about what we're talking about today as I start the timer? Uh, yeah, go ahead and start the timer. Uh, today we're talking about the wide world of iPod click wheel games. Uh, because there were actually a lot of gems and a lot of people think oh you know, ipod games there were actually some really good games that you could buy off of the itunes store throw onto your ipod and take with you like including a full rpg from square enix that had a new game plus mode what wait i what? definitely did yeah no it totally did i the the for the life of me i can't remember the name but in like seventh and eighth grade i played the absolute hell out of this like I literally went to my parochial school mixer dances and I just sat in the bleachers with my iPod Nano playing this game because it was so f good. Oh, well, sorry. I'm going to have to bleep that. That's uh, all good. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no, this game was so good. And then, you know, that's to say nothing about um, there's a Guitar Hero clone that was on there. There was um, all the, the pack-in games. There was like a... Um, not Berserk, but the the game where there's a paddle at the bottom, you can move it left and right, it bounces the ball, it breaks the bricks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like Breakout? Thank you, thank you, Breakout. I knew I wasn't on the money with Berserk, but uh, of course, Solitaire, the classic. Um, I would, you know, and, and I think the best part of this is that you could play your music on your iPod, you know, use it for its intended purpose, while you were playing your game, which was tight. So you have your nano with yes. you right here. Uh, talk, talk to us. I'm going to give you the talking stick. So I just looked up this RPG you're talking about. It's called Song Summoner, the Unsung Heroes. Yes. It is yep. exclusive to this day to the iPod. Yep. Which makes it uh, arguably lost media because you know, since the iTunes click wheel game store has gone down, the only way to get it is to buy an iPod that still has it and pray it doesn't get corrupted. Like, I'm not sure if people are able to pull the ROM for it. I mean, surely, I mean, if you're able to pull ROM data off of Hong Kong 97, yeah. I, I'm sure you can pull ROM data for an iPod game, but also like there, you know, there's a question of emulation and then are you able to homebrew an iPod, put it back onto original hardware, kind of like an EverDrive situation, are you able to throw it in open EMU? And, and then, you know, there's also the question of, you know, these games 
specifically were designed to work with the rotary wheel on the iPod. And how would you do that with like, would you do that with like a mouse or something? There's all these challenges when it comes to click wheel game preservation. And that's something I actually have a lot of feelings about. Um, Cause I, I am very much someone who's interested in like lost media and uh, preservation and the idea of people just buying up old iPods like period correct iPods hoping to like open it up and there being a game that hasn't been dumped it on there. That's like, it's exciting, but it's also really anxiety inducing. Um, I, I know since you are a Sonic tuber, this will be of interest to you. There was a Sonic the Hedgehog game. Yes. The only game I played on an iPod as a kid. Yes. Because I didn't actually... Alright, so fun fact. This click wheel, this third-gen Nano that I own right now that I got for $5 at Value Village. Not, uh, Value Village, I should say. Value Village. Value Village. This is the first iPod here. I ever owned myself. Not counting the iPod Touch, since I had one of those back in high school. It's but different. As, yeah, this is... I consider that to just be an iPhone that can't make calls. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, the only click wheel iPod in the house was my mom's because, uh, I don't know, I, I never really uh, needed my own iPod, but she let me put Sonic on it. And uh, yeah, nice. Sonic 1. I remember it being a step up from the other portable version of Sonic 1 I had at the time, which was, get this, Sonic the Hedgehog, the J2ME version for a prepaid Sprint flip, th- uh, flip phone. <gasps> Oh my god, my cousin had that. That version was... That version was so bad. Do you want to know the story I have with that game? Yes. He was playing it at a funeral. And I was like, dude, this is so boring. Can I play? And he was like, yeah, it's really bad. So I was playing it. And I was just like, not only was the game itself bad... Not only was the timing really bad, given that it was a funeral, but mm-hmm. also his phone itself was bad because it didn't have a battery indicator. And halfway through, it went, meow, click. And that's just like, Shit. I gotta be honest. Like, I'm just looking at the list of games now. Like, I want to dive into these. And, you know, maybe we can dive into some individual ones in future episodes. It's just kind of an overview. But, like, uh, because, of course, there's Sega who did uh, Sonic on it. But surprisingly... More than Squeenix. Apple themselves, uh, there's Square Enix did both their RPG and then also Crystal Defenders, which was a tower defense game. Hudson yes. Soft apparently did a ton of games they for did. the iPod. Uh, there so was an many. exclusive version of Bomberman just for the iPod. Yes. There was. There was. And keep in mind as well, all of these were just released between... Um, mid-2006 and late-2009. There's not a ton of them, but there's still stuff like Load Runner. Uh, there's a prequel to Spore. You remember Spore? Oh, God, I forgot there, that was on the Click Wheel Spore store. Origins. Uh, and, of course, my favorite Xbox 360 game even got a port to the iPod. And, of course, that's Uno. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that, oh, my God, yes. Xbox 360 yeah. Uno at memories. That's an episode right there. <laughs> so getting into 
um, the iPod itself, the device originally had a spinning hard drive, like a mechanical hard drive before it went to uh, flash-based storage. So for the first, I think, two gens of the iPod Classic, you really couldn't go running with it. Mm-hmm. So you didn't, it, its primary function was basically for audiophiles and coming from a family of audiophiles, of course, there were like first gen iPod classics with the actual spinning click wheel. And that was cool as hell. But uh, my first iPod was a second gen nano, nano, where nano. the screen, the screen was about as big as a ravioli on a good day. And the only games on there were breakout solitaire. And like, it was really rudimentary. And then my, I had the iPod for years until I got, I skipped the third gen. I went to the fourth gen, um, which was the, the curvy, uh, long one with the widescreen. Yeah. Widescreen quote, quote, about like one three pixels. Had. Yeah. And I played the <laughs> of that. That was the height of like my slipknot and system of a down emo phase. And I, the phase of my life that I'm still in after almost 15 years, um, yeah, no, that iPod f- rocked, and I love it. And that's what I played a bunch of... That's actually what I played the Squeenix game on, was um, was that iPod. And then I, I used it so much, I just wore it into the ground, and then I had to get another one. And at that point, I had, like, a flip phone. And then fast forward to the end of high school, I got my first iPhone, and then it was just kind of, like, from there. And I just, you know, I didn't need to carry two devices anymore. But I still look fondly back on the days where um, I had, you know, I had my my flip phone and then I had my iPod, just mm-hmm. like everyone had the combination. Well, if you were from upper middle class suburbia, everyone had a cell phone of some sort and then an MP3 player of some sort, whether it be a Zune or an iPod or insert brand or a Craig, if you watch uh, yeah. Dank Pods. Yeah, a Craig. A Craig? Yeah, I picked up a Craig from Cashies. <laughs> yeah, Cashies. Cash converters. But uh, in the comments, tell us what your stories with the iPod are. We're, I'm looking at the timer, and we are rounding out to about 10 minutes right about now or so. And if you uh, have... Was... Oh, sorry, you gone? I was just going to say, uh, tell us what your favorite game on the iPod was. Or if it wasn't an iPod, what's your favorite just portable MP3 player, just built-in game? Uh, and of course, if you have... If you want to share those memories live, we could read them live, if you, maybe for an episode. Or if you just have episode suggestions, you can email me directly at jamie at stuffweplay.com. Now, you mentioned everyone having a cell phone and an iPod. Well, I got into, like, uh, grade 8 going to grade 9. For about two years, I had something that let me both do cell phone stuff and play MP3s. That's oh, right. Heck. I had one of those cool phones that had a slide out keyboard yes yes my voice just cracked so hard (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a great note to end off on since we just hit 10 minutes of course i think there is one final thing we do need to mention about ipod click wheel games what's that homebrew because you know you you can put linux you can put linux on an ipod and it kicks butt and it can run doom and it can run Doom. And this has been Speedrun. And this has been Speedrun. Thank you very much for listening. Whether you be on YouTube or uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or if you're a Patreon listening to this a week early, I'm Jamie. 
I'm Jazzy. Remember to stay classy, and we'll see you next time. And that's a wrap.